Charles, one of them now. Stop it! He'll hear you! I'm getting out of here. Memories light the corners of my mind. So now I want to ask you guys. Because whenever I somebody asks me what's my favorite or least favorite of something, I get kind of anxious because I'm like, oh, there's so many options. <laughs> so I'm going to ask, I want everybody's two favorite Freddy movies and two favorite Jason movies. All right? I'm going to start with, uh, let's start with Nathan. My two favorite Freddy movies yes. and my two favorite, okay, Freddy, Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, the original, and... Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Okay. Because I think, I think that's the one where they established some really cool things that they could have taken somewhere. And there are no honorable mentions. It's just those two movies and the rest of them didn't do anything for me. So, well, so that journey has been painful for you for a long time then. Yes, it has. From the sound of it, your cat disagrees with you. <laughs> My cat wants to get out of this room, I think. Um, Jason. Uh, obviously, Jason X is my absolute favorite. And... Um, if I had to pick one from the schlock that came before it, because it's all pretty much the same movie, uh, I would say that Jason Jason 4 did the best job of executing the the same storyline as, as all of them had. Oh, with the, yeah. You want to like the uh, the final chapter? Yeah. Jason, Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Yes, number four. With a shout-out, uh, honorable mention to the... New Blood, number seven, because of the telepathic girl. I thought that was at least something fresh. It was. It was a fun story. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm. uh... But I but I have to choose one. I think that because it is so much the same story in all of them that you should pick the one that executes it the best. And that's that's number four. Okay, so you like one and two from Nightmare on Elm Street, and then four and ten. (laughs) <laughs> from Friday the 13th yeah. yeah because I think the biggest difference between the two franchises is that Nightmare on Elm Street started out strong and Friday the 13th started out with wobble shaky cam and um, you know trick switch ending that doesn't make sense with the continuity of the storyline oh it's his mom like grabbing people and supplanting them on the sides of doors and sending spikes through them fuck <laughs> off <laughs> bullshit She's not supernatural. They hadn't even decided Jason was supernatural until like three or four. So, right? Like, they 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 just they, they were stumbling around. Nightmare on Elm Street came out with a clear idea of what it was trying to do. Yes. It lost its it lost its way along the way, and Jason was you know they were stumbling around in the woods from the get go. He was trying to you know rip off Halloween, and he fully admitted it. And it was just uh, you know finding their way along the way. Right, so, so Nightmare on Elm Street, if you're looking at graphs, Nightmare on Elm Street starts high on the left and slowly curves down to the right. And the Friday the 13th franchise starts low on the left and slowly climbs to the top on the right. Uh, I think and then Nate they meet. Saying, I think what Nate is saying, the, fr- the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street graph slowly starts creeping up from the left and then, bam, off a cliff after two. Yes, you're right. Plummets. I don't think it's a Absolutely slow plummets. slope, gradual slope down. Right, I'm speaking it's... on average, I imagine after we're all average together, it would look something like that. Is anybody, is everyone here in agreement that the nightmares start <laughs> strong and go weak and the Jasons start weak and go strong? Yeah. I would say the Freddy, like the nightmares, you could almost liken it to number one is, is getting in the plane. Number two is having that plane rise up into the sky and three, four, five, six, seven is him plummeting to his death. <laughs> okay, so for Freddy, Nightmare on Elm Street, for me, part three is my favorite. Okay, so you're a part three guy. Just, Big surprise. It was it was a lot of fun. It, that was Freddy like becoming kind of like goofy and setting himself aside from like a horror slasher like uh, archetype. Mm-hmm. You know? That's where it became a parody of itself. Mm-hmm. But my second favorite is part one where he just i mean it's the birth of freddy krueger right you know i always have a soft spot in my heart for the first one you know just because it's what began the whole franchise right yeah so you got so you got part three and part one in that order Mm -hmm. and for the jason movies jason movies okay so 
My favorite Jason movie is if I can combine Tina with the wheelchair death. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. Like, if I could do that. So what is that, like part five and part two? If, if I could blend those two together, that would oh be my God. favorite. It's oh not even God. a movie. It's, it's just a hot chick with nice tits in a wheelchair for <laughs> 90 minutes. I'd be okay with that, with like no. a lot of like dull machete. Hot, hot chick in a wheelchair, naked and dead. Just going down, going down a huge staircase. Going downstairs for ninety minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just watching like a like a gif, like a loop. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, I could the do body that, just ragdolling so the chair. Maybe. There you going go. Down oh. an escalator, so that it's like there going go. down, but it's never going down. There yeah. you go. If if I could do that for ninety minutes, that would be my favorite one. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. And then, well, you I, could jerk off, have a snack, take a nap, wake up. It's over. It's wake perfect up, movie. Wake up, jerk off again. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Right. And then credits. My second favorite Jason movie, I... You mean after the one that doesn't exist? (laughs) Yeah, okay, so Jason X was actually surprisingly well done. I I didn't expect that one to be any good at all. A lot of fun, yeah. And it was a lot of fun. But then, uh, which is the one with uh, Tommy Jarvis destroying him at the end of the movie? Is that final chapter? Uh yeah, it was a little boy. Yeah, yeah, that's final chapter. Okay, I think I agree with Nate then. Like those were my favorites. It's a good, yeah, it's a good picks. Right. So yeah, so you're so you're a ten and four guy as well. Uh huh. <laughs> well, except for the gif. Right. That would if that I, look, if that existed, that would supplant both look, these. I want to go honorable, on record. Honorable mention that to one's the my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Jasmine. Two favorite Freddy movies. Um, I actually agree with Jonathan. But in the reverse order, I like one the most, and mostly because of the nostalgia and like the start of Freddy, like the original Nightmare. But mostly for Johnny Depp when he's hot, and that's where he started. And that's awesome. <laughs> and if it wasn't for Freddy, where would Johnny Depp be now? Like no one would care, and then that, like the whole world would be sad. I know. And it could be bad. So way to go, number one, for that. <laughs> Thank you, number also, one. Also, and Freddy, you know, gave us Freddy. Without that, there'd be no Freddy. And then three. It's the one where they're in, like, in the institution, right? Yeah, it's the Dream Warriors. Yeah, one. man. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Cool, cool Breeze. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> Cool Breeze. <laughs> and the primetime bitch. It has a lot of the like key lines that are like what you remember Freddy for. And also, I like that they start in the insane asylum. Like, they're a bunch of crazy people. Put them together, and they're like, let's share crazy ideas. Yep. And then one person drags them all into their crazy idea of this dream killing, except they all die because of it. <laughs> yeah, three is a good example of how you can take this scary idea and make it more ridiculous but have it still be fun yeah mm-hmm. and then so you're so you're reverse you're a one and then the three. three girl and then jason i think with jason it's the same i don't like y'all like the larger ones the older ones because they're like more honestly to me jason they're all like the same they're all basically the same he kills a bunch of people he doesn't die Okay, and, uh, but the first one is the same reason like the birth of the franchise also i like that in the first one the whole time you think it's Jason, it's not Jason. It's his it's mom. mom. Right. And I like twist ending is awesome. I love that. I like it to be like this way and then it's like not that way. So I I enjoyed that. And then Yeah, like when little Jason comes out of the water at the end. Yeah. That, just to I, fuck with you. Right? Yeah. I actually jumped at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was just really creepy looking. But also it's like surprise, what's gonna happen next because of that? And you know. Right. See part two and three. I think three. Like, then, so are you, are you a rare fan of Baghead Jason from Part Two, or no. or or do or do we now jump way down the line towards something like Jason X? Well, I jump to three. Oh, to three. The first mask, right? Jason 3D. Also, when they're at no, not 3D, the third one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's 3D. 3D. Is it 3D? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Remember yeah, we, we, we did watch it in 3D, it. and yeah. I didn't like it. That's the one where they're all at the camp, and it's got Jenny, and the director guy, and they're like at the camp, right? Well, they're they're all, the story. Well, they're always at a camp, yeah. But like they're starting the camp, and it's got Jenny, the blonde girl, and she pulls up with their Jeep, and they're like already started the thing, and he's like That's part two. Is that part two? Oh well, with, with Ginny, the redheaded chick. Yeah, yeah, and then she does the whole mom. Yeah, she pretends to be his end, mom. And yeah. That's what makes it I do kinda like that one. Because it has the parts, the psychological parts, like they're actually starting to figure out who this Jason character is. Mm-hmm. Time to like make him into a type. We haven't we haven't made too many rules yet to break. Yeah. <laughs> so do you kind of are easy on Jason yeah. in that movie? Also, I just like the group of people. I feel like it was a good group of people that died. Yeah, and they died well. 
So, you, so you're a fan of part one and part two. Those are your favorites? Yeah. Bag, I'm a rebel. Head, no mask, Jason. There you go. The mere opposite of Nathan with Nightmare on Elm Street. For her, it has been a downhill slide for like four <laughs> it's months. It's just like the same thing. I mean, it's like, okay, so how's he going to kill him this time? But that's the, like the most exciting parts of the newer Jason films was how are they going to die? Right. That's it. Because we know he's not going to die. We know he's going to kill everyone. No one's going to be a high body count. Like, you know, most of that movie is already written. Which is cool. I love it. They stay with yeah. the top cast. I know same what boring performance from the same boring actor. Uh, you, keep in mind, you picked a Kane Hodder movie for one of your favorites. Yeah. Oh, well, he peaked. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, on top of that, I like Freddy versus Jason. I like it a lot. I think it's a good culmination for both of them. And so, yeah, there's the bad parts, but... Like the storyline of how they come together and they help each other out and then hate each other in the end makes perfect sense because before they were like two different worlds, literally. Yeah. So they like try to mesh it together. Yeah, no, I, like, I agree. I definitely I came around on Freddy versus Jason. Had a lot more fun with it, especially after just talking it over with you guys. Always, that, that always seems to ferret out what my actual opinion is. You like judge everything like super harshly and then you like look at other people's opinions and you're like, maybe. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Maybe I'm being too hard. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So those are interesting picks. I have a feeling Jasmine will be the only one with a one and a two for Jason as their favorite. Because I I respect uh, both original movies. Um, if there were honorable mentions, they would be in there for me. That's for both franchises. Uh, for Nightmare on Elm Street, I like part three. And I like part two. Now... For, for Nightmare on Elm Street, you said part two? Yeah. After you've been dogging on it for months. Well, I... Like, you quietly had a crush on it. You can't You can't ever tell how Nathan and I truly feel about anything that we're saying to each other because we'll hate things just because the other person likes them. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, all, deep down, honestly. Yeah. No, no, no. That's, abs- that's absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> you can never... You have to actually ask us, okay, stop bullshitting. But that is to say it took me a long time because I really wanted to say four and five. Because I know nobody else likes them, and I'm not—I don't like them because nobody else likes them. But four and five to me go together as like this weird little duet sequel grouping. Like they have the same bonkers, what the fuck is happening? Invisible ninja fighting. <laughs> I also think it's the only one that has dual characters, like bringing it back, other than Heather. But like it was the chick, the redhead. She's in. Four, yes, yes, and recurring then the characters. Of five is her. So. Yes, they're like their own little set piece, four yeah. and five, separate from everything else. So I say three and two because if you break everything down, that's actually how it's going to work out. But know that very close under the surface of three and two is four and five, just mm-hmm. waiting for one of them to fuck up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, part one, of course, it's great. There's just something about watching it now. It It's not scary enough to hit my scary desire, and it's not crazy enough to hit my crazy desire so one sort of falls in this competent well done but forgettable groove mm-hmm. and i love heather langenkamp so that's another reason why it's like if i can't have one i get three in there yeah and now or a new nightmare or new, yeah <laughs> i just knew i can't do new nightmare it's just not enough of a horror film so wait so your picks for friday the 13th or sorry for for nightmare on elm street are number two uh three and two three and two yeah hmm. so you agree with me then that, that they were taking it somewhere and it could have been more legitimate. Yeah, had the sequel spun off with that direction, they probably could have done some very interesting things that would have been more logically comprehensible. But mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not afraid of the bonkers direction they did go. I enjoy that too. Um, now for Jason, mm-hmm. this gets a little bit confusing. I think number seven might be my favorite favorite. Is yeah. That, that's the telekinesis. It's the telekinesis one. It's it, 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 it's hard to like not use your previous judgments like to let them affect you because after coming off of you know four movies that are repeating each other, a fifth movie without Jason, a sixth movie that was actually really well done for how ridiculous it was. It was kind of a parody. It was like bringing some comedy into Jason Part Six. Jason lives. That has that has Nathan's favorite Jason death in it with the girl through the window. Oh yeah, and getting yeah. pulled back in. So Jason, that's the one with the paintball. Yeah, that's with the paintball. Okay. Yep. So, so by the time part seven came around with the telekinesis and the having Jason actually go against somebody that can affect him other than just run around and scream, all that was really cool. Kane Hodder came in and kind of gave a solid performance and into a role that had become sort of forgettable. 
Nah, we can go that far. The sleeping bag is great. You start to see his signature body tossing moves. Uh, and, and it's just fun. It is like perfect levels of bonkers, perfect levels of competent, perfect levels of all those things. Mm-hmm. And with a little touch of what is this bullshit I'm watching. Yeah. Um, and then for a second film, I go back and forth between three and four. Because I'm with you guys. I love four in the same way. Uh, but the guy that plays Jason in three, I feel like he should get some credit because he gets... He's the one who sort of starts the all the things that Kane Hodder and Kurzinger and everybody else has adopted into their style. He's the one that's like, oh, well, he walks like this and he turns his head like this and he stops and looks at things like this and he's brutal in this way. And even though they've added their tinges to it over the years, that's kind of where it started. And he gets his mask there. It's his first real chance to be Jason Jason as we know him. But I think I'm going to have to cave and go with Final Chapter as well. Because mm-hmm. Ted White plays Jason in that, does a great job bursting through doors and breaking mm-hmm. windows and shit. <laughs> yeah. So, And he's also pretty big. Now, which is the one with Crispin Glover? That's four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so Ted. And yeah. All right. It also has your, uh, your favorite um, coroner as well, Jonathan. Jumping Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm feeling much, much better yeah. about my picks. Jesus, Christmas, Jehovah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have seven and four. And that's, you know, ten. Wonderful. I get it. Why you guys chose as your favorite. Not going to argue it. Wonderful. Uh, but seven and four. Now, I guess the worst. I want everyone's worst. Not just worst Jason, worst Freddy, worst one. I'm actually thinking a lot of us are going to say the same movie. Because uh, I know. Okay, let's talk about mind. which ones offended us. Let's go with you then. Let's start it off. Maybe you can help okay. us think. My, the absolute worst one to me was Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah, there it's a good place to that's, start. Yeah, That's yeah. absolutely the worst. That, that might be it. I mean, the title is absolutely misleading. How they kill Jason at the end is stupid. He's reverting into a little boy and yeah, all that weird shit. All that yeah. stuff is awful. It just ter- terrible. Uh, I disagree. Terrible. What's what's your least favorite? Well, Jason takes Manhattan. I'm going to dispute this because I think there should be a dispute. And that's because, yes, once he gets to Manhattan, yes, it's awful. The Manhattan portion is awful. But the Manhattan portion only takes up like 20 to 30 minutes of the screen time. The majority of the movie is on the boat. And the boat stuff isn't that bad. Like, it's it, it's not worthy of being called the worst. Oh, no. To me, that boat stuff the is the worst part of that movie. Really? Yeah. Just because you're waiting for Manhattan to happen and it's disappointing or because it's actually the worst part? No, the Manhattan part never really affects me that much. I'm not too keyed on him going anywhere in particular. Mm-hmm. But even the deaths on that boat, they're all heavily chopped down and cut away. Mm-hmm. They, take, they abuse his uh, teleporting terribly yeah. in Jason yeah. Takes Manhattan. Just little things like that. Okay. I mean, the one, well, my, the one character my, that's obsessed with the air guitar. Like, there are just a bunch of characters the little, that you don't care about. The little Jason popping up in portholes everywhere with no deformed face. Like, just clean face Jason popping up all the time in Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah. I hate that. Well, yeah, it was a shitty performance by the guy that played Jason in that one, that's for sure. But yeah. <laughs> what, what I would say is my least favorite, or the one that I think is the worst, is the first one. Ah, it's interesting. The the first movie, just because, yes, okay, for all you purists, you want to pay tribute to the first one, but the the twist ending is not consistent with the writing. It's one of those situations where the twist ending is too much of a twist. It doesn't line up with the rest of the movie. There's too many questions afterwards that that violate the fact that the twist ending can even be true. And it and it ends up in this vortex of, of ridiculousness. And at the same time, um, it was somebody who admittedly ripped off another movie trying to make money. And it gave birth to something that he had no idea he was giving birth to. But and it, and from there it grew. And I do believe it peaked in number four, and it and it became, you know, the the essence. Like that, that was a great example of of the best that it had to offer and it needed those first three movies to get there so you can't say that the first one is one of the best ones because it was it was baby steps it was trying to figure out what it was and it was shamefully admittedly 
a, a, a ripoff. So I don't, I don't know how you could say number one is the best one. Well, I, th- I think in Jasmine's case, it's that I think his origin story is the most interesting thing to her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she cares about his journey from that point and all the killing. It's interesting in the fact that he's creative, but that's it, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why we have these conversations, because I'm talking about it from purely just a film standpoint. Yeah, I get that. Not too. not not about his origin story or his, um, you know, his, his legend, because I think that's what a lot of people get wrapped up in, in this stuff that I'm not affected by because I don't care about any of that is the whole legend of Jason and the legend of Freddy, right? And I don't don't have it in me. Right. So is is the worst Jason film worse than the worst Freddy film? Or do they kind of meet? No, I think I think Freddy trumps. I was gonna say Jason. I love Freddy, but I would say the worst film of all of them. I'm torn between Freddy's Back and New Nightmare because <laughs> I would like New Nightmare if like Wes Craven was just not in it at all. He was just not mm-hmm. in it, and he didn't have to fucking put his little explanation in there and like tell you what was happening. You would have been like, "What's happening?" Oh, it's happening. Like, they're all in the screen, you know? Right, they, they would he just robs happened. you of the discovery. Yeah, he just, like, kills it for you. Otherwise, it'd be, it'd be a pretty decent movie. Freddy's Back was just too much. They were trying way too hard to make Freddy funny. Yeah, Freddy, yeah. Freddy's Dead lines, is but... my Jason Tax Manhattan. Like, I, I equate those two with similar levels of yeah. offense. Yeah. I do think it's interesting, though, like, when you ask us what our absolute wor- uh, least favorite between the Jason and Freddy franchises are and Nate picks the first Friday the 13th movie when he hates Dream Child he hates like all of the later Friday the 13th uh, I'm sorry Nightmare on Elm Street movies so much that's true I would have expected a I would have expected a later Freddy movie uh oh sorry what did you think I just said Oh, we were surprised that you chose Friday the Thirteenth One as your yeah. least favorite, as opposed to some of the later Freddies. Oh, the question was, what is my least favorite movie of both franchises? Yes, yeah. I thought I got to. I thought I got to choose one from each franchise. Well, no. we well we know now. What's your least favorite Freddy? Um, probably Dream Child. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, just four, five, and six are all terrible but i think i remember trying to trumpet positivity for number six for some reason it's cause because i hated it so maybe because yeah. you hated it yeah but i think honestly if I <laughs> truly if i was to truly admit everything i would say um yeah six is probably where it bottoms out but yeah but it but i i think that it's like you know screaming towards the bottom from like <laughs> four five and six and just like jasmine says about new nightmare I, I can't I can't put that one I can't take a dump on New Nightmare simply because I think they 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 did have something there they just didn't execute it it's it's mm-hmm. like she was saying like if Wes Craven was gone and they just pulled back a little bit and and jumped into the action a bit sooner you know if they didn't wait for forty five minutes yeah. to do something yeah. Yeah. while they're talking about New Line yeah. and their movie yeah. theater and where yeah, their the bull- offices. Yeah, the- it wasn't yeah it just wasn't it wasn't just Wes Craven it was it was Robert Shea too they were they were circle jerking each other yeah so yeah. well yeah no I, if they had if they had cut down on the screen time <laughs> and removed some of that crap that New Nightmare would have actually been possibly a really good movie but and I think it's could. funny that like as much as we don't like New Nightmare collectively it's still a step up from Freddy's Dead <laughs> yeah it is. You know, like as much as we're shitting on it we're not even talking about Freddy's Dead we're just saying Okay, as bad as all the shit we're saying about New Nightmare, just picture something worse. Yeah. At least New Nightmare has this meta, cognitive, let's try and do something different with the series, even though it all pans out as boring. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's something different there. Freddy's Dead. Whew. We're not even talking about it. We're just making noises. Mm-mm. To make to show you how much Freddy's Dead offends me is that it's the redheaded stepchild to four and five. That's yeah. how I see it. So it's like, if you guys already hate all three of them equally, then know that I separate that one as being more offensive than four and five. Um, but yeah, that's not a whole lot of uh, our best. I don't, I don't think number three is, is totally free of guilt here either because it's the one that starts it down that path. Yeah, everybody likes number three and yeah, everybody was positive about 
about it if, if they reflect on the series. It's usually, I think, the majority of people would select Nightmare on Elm Street 3 as, as their favorite or one of their favorites. And I just think that it's the beginning of the end. Like, if you if you say 4, 5, and 6 are all shit, then, you know, it, it was started down that path by number 3. <laughs> yes, I really so... firmly believe that if they had just taken the psychological concepts that they were coming up with, how... They, they were developing a rule system, a viable rule system, like like having a psychological invasion of your mind through fatigue and sleep and all those things that were the driving force of his power. Like if, if they had just taken that to to the next movie, then they could have done some really cool stuff with that, you know? Like maybe you know started to possess people with with that and make them kill other people in the real world or lure them into him or something you know like they could have taken it somewhere and done something interesting with it and made it more scary like it became a parody of itself so yeah. quickly no three three <laughs> definitely started that oh it's okay to be bonkers like three yeah. three definitely started that I, I think it's kind of funny too like nate is again dogging on four five and six and you know how bad it was and what a big steaming pile of shit it was yet he says that majority of people's favorite freddy movie was the dirty Chinese buffet that got you there, <laughs> you know, like the dirty Chinese buffet that led to all. The that's shit. what I said. Yeah, no, that's you putting like, some I, terrible. I, I don't. In my mouth. I still don't get it. Like three to me is my favorite. It's kind. Of, it has the scene that sticks out okay. in my head. It's right. like the tendon. Yeah. little marionette. Doll. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get you to understand my point of view. This is. You and Daniel grew up, and I imagine Jasmine too, watched these movies early on and, and enjoyed them in a different way and, and have a childhood impact to their viewing of this. I did not. I don't. I was coming at these things for the first time. And there is this ominous legend of Freddy and Jason, these iconic characters. And when you find out it's, it's kind of a hoax, like it's, it's, these characters aren't iconic. They just beat everyone like a, like a dead horse until they were prevalent in society and and people give them credit that they don't deserve these persistence not, is key to memory yeah they, yeah these characters are not that iconic they're not that cool like yes i thought freddy had a chance to be really something very interesting after number two and it yeah it became a parody of itself it became a joke of itself and it just lost whatever it had gained and jason i had to fucking wait Till three or four just to see the goddamn mask like it was kind of like what is this mom oh fuck and then the bag over his head oh jesus christ like i thought i was gonna get to see the mask in number two and i didn't even get to see it and i was like i thought for sure i thought for sure because after number one i was like what it's not even him i didn't get to see the mask number two for sure and then we kept doing that like okay number three here we go with the mask right yeah once i saw the mask i was like oh this is all he does well okay i i do think it's important (laughs) that we we took this long journey both to reappreciate them and also to completely demystify them as well. well. Now, did we get your least favorite of all of them? Yeah, it's it's a battle between Jason Takes Manhattan and Freddy's Dead. Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna go. Oh my god! But that fucking video game death scene. Yeah, that was Oof. brutal. Yeah, that's. That's the only thing keeping me from just automatically going Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, it's also why Freddy vs. Jason can't appear on this list. Just because of that ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Um, Jason, like, Freddy power did, glove. did have that one redeeming quality. That one redeeming scene of Johnny Depp coming back and doing the cameo for the PSA against drugs. Yeah. Yeah. That was the one thing that kept it from being my least favorite. Yeah, I'm, Jason Takes Manhattan is my least favorite. <clears throat> I'm going to say it. I, I don't like Freddy's Dead, but the, I do have moments where I can have fun in that movie, and I find the entirety of Jason Takes Manhattan a dredge. Just the fact that it was so brutalized by the MPAA. Like, they didn't let you see Jason really kill anybody. No, and it was but, lazy. But you, can't, but you can't take it out on the MPAA. You no, can't. no, no. I'm not. I'm not doing that. It's, it's lazy. Okay. All the special effects in that movie are lazy. Uh, the story is all over the place. They break more rules than all the predecessors. It's just a... Whew. And that's saying something, because they brought him back from the dead already. So. Yeah. Well, rule-breaking should be... The, the king of rule-breaking should be uh, Dream Child, number five. Now, I... 
Go back and listen to that podcast. No, they I have... start to fucking... Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go back and listen to you sling bullshit out of your mouth. <laughs> How? Because I can hear it in your voice already. You're just... I can, I can hear that like... I have woven a tight weave. I made weave. a pretty good case, I think. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure I closed the book on all those rule changes. So No, you didn't. They're awful. So lots of differing opinions. Uh, seems more likely... It seems the Freddy franchise has more of us spread out all over the place. With the Jason franchise, it looks like... Uh, with cutting Jasmine out of the equation here. Uh, X and 4 seem pretty well liked as well as part seven mm-hmm. not to i mean come on the whole gif of the girl down this escalator if that existed it would be a contender can we make that can you can we? you could make it <laughs> what about favorite death scene is there is there a conversation for that favorite death scene from both franchises combined Oof. Is, it, is it even possible to have one? Oh, i don't know we're talking about a a backlog of like 300 deaths but then like half of them are your average neck breaking or stabbing so we can cut all those out yeah because it would have to a... be it would have to be a freddy death just because freddy's deaths are more creative than jason's are nope wheelchair down the stairs corkscrew corkscrew in jason x hmm. yeah those are pretty good even though freddy has the dream world and everything to work with that directors or writers don't usually make him that creative yeah. but, but what are the cre- what are the criteria for this conversation though? well because it, i would i would say that part three dream warriors has that scene where the tendons are ripped out of the that's the really good stuff and that is that is a very disturbing death and, well nate now freddie never had a death where he beat one person in a sleeping bag against a tree <laughs> or one person in a sleeping bag against another person in but a sleeping I, bag. I like he never dragged hologram. a girl back into the the a little but that but that one the, the initial sleeping bag blood everywhere the initial sleeping bag death is not that good because it's only one whack yeah it's really efficient but it's not it's not like Jason X where he takes the hologram that was girl and whack her after like 10 that times. movie you couldn't stop calling Kane Hodder a stud all right <laughs> so Jason's a stud I said not Kane I never paid any tribute to Kane that way and I was just fucking with you guys, all right? I was trying to, I was trying to do something to irritate you. Yeah, yeah. That's, no, my, that's that... my decision that day, to do that. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a stud. He gave it to her. He gave it to her. Look at him give it to her. He's going to throw a jab into her. Here he goes. Yeah, you always come with little things like that, just like today with all the Ken cursing or dick sucking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I looked him up. I found out he was Canadian. I was like, my brethren. <laughs> Once Ken. again, should have already known that. Kinship. I don't pay attention to what you say half the time. No, that's so. very apparent. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Um, well, I mean, you said he's from Saskatchewan, right? Yeah, that's that's really Canadian. Yeah, that's, so being, <laughs> that's, being that's as there's nobody famous at all ever to come out of Saskatchewan, isn't there... That's like, like an a, American from Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah right. like, why wouldn't there be a statue of Ken Kersinger in the Capitol building? With a big machete <laughs> in his hand next to the library? Because uh, Saskatchewan is probably too focused on no farming and doing simple things in their life. They don't have a lot to uh, to look forward to, though. I'll give you that. So maybe they should have a statue of some kind. But if they did, it would be of to like some CFL quarterback for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. They fucking are ridiculous about their football team. Yep. And for the favorite deaths and least favorite deaths, I feel like we've covered it extensively throughout all the podcasts we've done. I just I kind of wanted just to get a reference on everybody's favorite movies and the franchises now that we're done. Fair enough. Yeah, for deaths, there's way too many to mention. Favorite favorite moments, favorite scenes, just some sort of like, hey, I love this one, I love that one. You know, uh, is that I the always, same thing as the deaths? I always drop my jaw and go, what's happening in Friday the 13th? Not Friday the 13th, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 when Coach Snyder... Is being has it having his ass bloodily swatted by yeah. floating towels? Yeah. yeah, that's that one always oh, yeah. gives me a jaw drop. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I gotta I gotta do a shout out to Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, the very first one with Freddy, um, his his imprint in the wall coming out. Yeah, that's like of her film she's classic. Sleeping. Oh but yeah, it's, it's one of those classic scenes that I take away from watching this because I am trying to find out what the what the legend is you know and that would be a part of the legend would be those classic iconic scenes 
Yep. That they end up destroying later when they yep. turn it in, turn it into a circus. Mm-hmm. They even homaged it in Freddy versus Jason, I think. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. He did do the through the wall. Yep. Mm-hmm. All of his sparking with his fingers, clacking his blades onto railings, scratching walls. I love. Uh, even though it's we've trashed it so hard, I love in Freddy's Dead. When he's like, when he's stalking the deaf guy. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And he's like walking behind him, like some sort of little like munchkin from Wizard of Oz. And then he does the whole humping the chalkboard and like scraping it. And he's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I also really like, even though it's also like, I know y'all's like most hated part, the video game scene. Mm -hmm. Like the kid in the video game scene like sucks. I don't want to see that kid at all. I don't care how he's bouncing around the house. It looks stupid. But I love Freddy's reaction. And even though there's all the... With the PlayStation or the Nintendo references, yeah. but it's so funny, and he's like so into, it and he's like, "Ooh, power glove!" And yeah. like all of it, it's like great, he has great like, graphics. Great yeah, he has graphics. to fight his dad in the game. Yeah, yeah, like all that. <laughs> it's just good in the beginning, and then they show him in real life doing it. And I'm like, no, yep, no. Another another iconic one is the jump rope and the slow motion um, children in in part two. Uh, part two specifically is is the scene that stuck with me the most, but they continue to use it and so they brought it, it back. To, to the point where it becomes kind of meaningless. But but yeah, it was special in number two when he because because he's being haunted psychologically though it had it had more to do with what what was driving the character and and how the images were affecting him. Like that's you know. I was thinking about you though when that we were watching Freddy versus Jason because he does bring it back when Laurie goes into the dream world the first time. And she's the kid, Jeff Robin, yep. song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's like Nathan's favorite scene. Yep. Well, <laughs> and part one where Johnny Depp gets sucked into the bed. Oh, yeah. yeah that, was, that was pretty classic. What yeah. a way to go out, too, for, for him to become so famous. You know, the, the greater the death, you know, being liquefied, the, the yeah. more you're where your star has become brighter. Oh, yeah. Well, you if you're a character, that, like, a, like a toss-away character in one of these movies, you're hoping that your death is like outlandish and memorable right yeah so i mean you've got two pretty famous actors that have come out of these two different franchises you know you've got johnny depp with the whole uh being liquefied and then you've got crispin glover with dad kevin bacon in the original friday oh right yeah yeah kevin bacon's a little bit more famous than uh Crispin Glover. I don't know. Back to the Future. Yeah, but Crispin Glover and Johnny Depp both will come back and do little cameo horror things because they respect where they came from. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Bacon, Bacon refuses to be seen with other Friday the 13th Part 1 cast members. Because it was a shitty movie. Because he knows that it was crap. That's yeah, why. but it's beloved. It doesn't matter. Step because down off of your woman, wild things high this horse. This old woman can send a fucking arrow through a mattress through someone's throat. Oh, whatever. Hollow Man. <laughs> what do you? What does that mean? It's just an attack of Kevin Bacon. Stir- you're not. Okay. You're not above these movies. Stir of echoes. Yeah, yeah. He's been in a lot of shitty movies. And None quite as bad as Friday the Thirteenth Part One, though. <laughs> and um, wild, wild things. I I do have this scene stuck in my head from Part Three, where Jason has just gotten his mask and he's in the basement, and that guy that smokes weed with a beard. Remember his like girlfriend who also smokes weed is like she abuses him. She's like, "Go down to the basement, and check out oh, the lights, yeah. you piece of shit." And he yeah. goes down there and he finally cranks the lights on. Jason's just standing behind yeah, him. Yeah, that was a great scene. That's the first time I remember being like, "Oh, by Jason." Yeah, yeah, the ominous backdrop with the light behind him. That was great. Yep. Yeah. Or that one death where he takes uh, the machete and like slices the guy through uh, vertically, just like straight down his body. Mm-hmm. through the genitals like, oh the guy like, that was walking on his hands yeah 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 and they shove him up in the rafters uh-huh very brutal you pass <laughs> <laughs> that. yeah a lot of good parts from jason x just the face freezing and cracking and the corkscrew yeah. and chopping in half and yeah they used it they used the future they used it yes they use the future that's a good good way to say it and I'm trying to think of a good, like, really, f- I don't know. There's so many little moments that Freddy does or that Robert England does as Freddy that would just fail so hard done by anyone else. Yeah. Mm. But when he does them, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I, I just enjoy them. Like, yeah, yeah, like in part three, coming out of the TV, the whole welcome to primetime, bitch. If that were anybody else, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, weird things. like That's why I give Robert England a lot of credit because he pulls this shit off that is just like, 
Yeah. Oh, it's so bottom of the barrel, but somehow you managed to elevate it just enough. I think another um, another thing that I want to mention is just, and it kind of bothers me because I didn't know why until you told me, Daniel. But just in Nightmare on Elm Street One, the scene where he's running down the alleyway with the long arms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the cutout scene, like to someone that didn't know there was a scene that was cut from that that explained why his arms were long. Yeah. Makes you like a little kind of offended just that yep it's like why, why did you cut it? it and then keep the one with the long it's just ugh. yeah it was a part that didn't make any sense the effects didn't look good enough to make it scary it was just kind of like oh here's this weird part where freddy can do this thing you've never seen him do before yeah and then he never does anything like that again either right and uh that's also in the original that's also one of the last times that they used uh stunt doubles for Robert England in scenes where he didn't have to talk. Because there's a couple of great scenes in the original uh, Nightmare on Elm Street where you can see somebody is too short and their clothes are too big and they don't run right and they don't move right. And I I, I don't, I remember seeing less and less offensive stunt double work as the Nightmare on Elm Streets went on. Like Robert England just became too vital to even replace him in scenes that don't matter. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's something about his run that just... I wish they didn't use so much of his running. It just, it looks so gangly and so awkward. (laughs) But that's perfect. (laughs) It's creepy. That's how it's supposed to look. Yeah, he makes it really creepy. I mean, obviously, he's different than Jason, but I think the the slow movement, the stalking, those are tropes that work in horror movies. The minute he starts running and getting gangly, you're like, eh. Yeah, running and being spastic, the the scary starts to I could outrun him, or I could, eh, he's not that scary. Makes him seem creepy and awkward, and he's a pedophile, and it's creepy. Yep. (laughs) I wish they would have just said that, that he was a pedophile, because that's more disturbing. Yeah, they sort of imply it, but they didn't have the balls to do it at the beginning. Right, yeah. He just murdered them. He didn't do anything else to them. Sure. Sure he didn't, yep. Yeah. But one last little dick suck to uh, Robert England and Kane Hodder is that uh, I think these guys garner so much respect for these roles because if you came across them in regular clothes in the street and then said, be Freddy or be Jason, they would each have a very identifiable identifiable character that they they could snap into instantly that you would recognize. Mm -hmm. Like Kane would straighten up, pull his arms out a little bit, do that sort of head tilting Jason stalker thing. No blinking. And then... Robert England would do his like hunched shoulder, bring his hand up a little bit. He'd get that throaty little horse whisper. Like there's a instantly you can tell them to be the character and they can be the character. I don't think any other Jasons you could walk up to and be like, be Jason. And then they would do something where you're where you were like, oh, that there he is. Yeah. Like, I don't think the rest of them have a handle on it like that. But to be fair to Nathan, Ken Kersinger, great job at Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> Just not Kane Hodder good. I'm done with it now. I was just—it was my gimmick for this. Yeah, it was, yeah, I'm already exhausted by that gimmick. Okay, I, I think, don't. I don't. I think Kane Hodder was. Yeah, it, honestly, when I first started watching Freddy vs. Jason, it felt wrong at the beginning that that it wasn't him, just because I was so used to it. Not because it was wrong. It was right, because right. I was just so used to his movements and the way he did the character, and it felt off at the beginning but once he started getting into it i was you know i, I read that he was from saskatchewan and we bonded <laughs> we bonded and we we came together you know oh his brother's a cfl player that's interesting <laughs> oh his brother no it was more like this girl girl yeah this guy's canadian i'm gonna just i'm just gonna ride it i'm gonna say he's the best one they love they, they love kane so much and they're gonna get so offended when i keep chirping about ken good old buddy ken cousin kersinger <laughs> i looked up i was trying to find his middle name i was googling his name trying to find his middle name because i was hoping it started with a k but oh, oh. <laughs> so i could be obnoxious and say kkk but nope good old kkk not not to be well, i think that about wraps it up is everyone thoroughly exhausted by Jason yes. and Freddy yes. at this point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Everyone's ready for just something different. Do we have a oh, wheel? Do we have a wheel at the end of this episode? There's no wheel at the end of this episode, no. Oh. This just caps us out for, for all the Freddy vs. Jason craft that we've done. We've the only ref- reason I showed up today was for a wheel. We've reflected on it. Mm-mm. 
When does the wheel happen? <laughs> Next time. Next time. We will going on a short hiatus, allowing me to build up a wealthy storage of fun crap to bother you guys with. And we will be coming back and discussing our new show, ending it with the first official spin of the wheel. So we get a break. No movie to watch between now and next And time. And you're going to explain to us all of the rules and regulations in advance of how the wheel works and the things that we have to be responsible for. Correct? Yes. After the next episode, everyone will be tired of hearing <laughs> about the wheel. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. We're going to ferret all that out, get our segments down. I'll take a couple of ideas from you guys, see if I like them. Probably won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to get ideas from you guys and just end up doing what I want to do anyway. Yep. And there we have it. If you look back at our the dates that we've been posting these podcasts, we have been at this since September, mid-September. Oh, Ooh, my long God. journey. I think I got a little bit of bile coming up in the back of my throat. <laughs> Why? Because you're gonna miss Freddie and Jason so much? <laughs> no, because it's like September. Really? Oh my god! This has been a six-month journey. I don't wow. like these movies either. <laughs> <laughs> you just spent say. six precious months of your life on these movies. Total I could have been watching so many different movies and have been entertained in so many more different ways but i am excited for the wheel to spin and, and present me with some random horror movie that i can evaluate without all of this stored up information of, of hatred over the you know content continuation of the same formula over and over again mm-hmm. although Ho- hopefully we land on a slasher film of a different franchise that has the exact same formula <laughs> yep. we're gonna end up on hatchet <laughs> yeah. just be so pissed Ugh. I won't be able to come up with gimmicks, though, that much because there won't be things that you like or hate that I know about, so. It'll be okay. You'll be able to actually, like, give your actual opinion on things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A fresh a fresh opinion. And now that I've been, you know, introduced back into the horror genre with this little dip in the Friday the 13th Nightmare on Elm Street swimming pool, um, I think that I'm I'm ready to accept certain things about horror movies. Yes, that I would have that? possibly harped about um, had I not had this introduction introductory period. Yeah, that was I didn't expect it to take this fucking long. But what you just said is the exact reason I started doing this in the first place. <laughs> I was like, I want to watch horror movies with Nathan, but I need him to know some stuff about horror movies before we start actually getting into them. Otherwise, they're just going to be ruined from the get go. These have been like practice. Well, not practice, yeah, now, research. Now I'm going to forgive yeah, horror movies for having bad acting and, and being formulaic and terrible. And I'm just going to be pointing out things that I think they could have done better, probably. But Or I made a monster and every horror movie from now on, you're just like, that eh, was great. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it was way better than Friday the 13th. That was great. That was good. No complaints. You guys want to talk about it for two hours? I'm out of here. <laughs> like, and you know what was even better? I didn't have to put up with Kane Hodder or <laughs> or Robert England. <sighs> Although they both have many other appearances on the wheel. You, you know what's funny is we're going to land on something, and then we're going to land on something else, and we're going to land on something else, and Nathan is going to start to appreciate just how good Kane Hodder and Robert England are <laughs> in comparison to the people that we're going to be watching. First up, Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I disagree because I understand what you're saying, that I'm probably going to be surprised at how bad things are, but just just something different will be enough, all right? Maybe after like, yeah, seven or eight spins of the wheel, I'll be like, dear God, what have I got myself into? But <laughs> I think for the first part of the wheel, season. first couple spins of the wheel, I'll be, I'll be fresh. I'll be fresh and excited about the titles that it lands on. Human right, centipede it land. Provided that it doesn't land on anything like uh, Chucky or Child's Play. That's the same thing, right? Same yeah. Child's Play and Chucky. Yeah. And uh, I also don't want Leprechaun either. So, Well, no. I've, I've made the wheel. There is like 1,600 horror movies on that wheel, technically. So oh, my God. It's a, it's a very varied everything from 1922 Nosferatu to 2013 You're Next. You know, what if we get a 
following where they tweeted us and tell us to do a movie will that be something we do on the side or as an added episode i had considered that i've my understanding from other movie podcasts is that they do that as a thing to keep fans entertained but they secretly hate it so what i have decided is that i think i might put a very tiny sliver on the wheel that's like audience request Hmm. and if we'll we'll bank requests in there when if it happens to land there then we'll let that be a thing i guess or ah, maybe, that's a maybe, good idea. maybe a yeah, contest or a that. poll like oh it landed on that what's it going to be next week or something oh that's a uh, that's well done all right i like that that way we're not uh, enslaved yeah to the to the audience because I, I can i can i can pick the first 10 requests from the audience almost immediately i'm sure half of them are on my daniel decides slot <clears throat> what what did you just say my daniel decides slot what is it? Is Daniel decides slot? It takes what up a measly five percent <laughs> of the this. first wheel. Oh my god! It takes up a measly eighty-seven you... percent of the first <laughs> wheel. If there's a Daniel decides slot, then there should be a Jonathan decides slot, and a Nathan decides slot, and a Jasmine decides slot. Yeah, I could do like a point oh five percent. For you, for you guys, and leave mine at a nice flush five. But mine's oh on like the front God. wheel, the main wheel. So like, you know, stuff that's on the secondary and tertiary wheels, you have to like get through to them for them to even have a chance. Yeah. Daniel decides is up there front every spin. <laughs> hmm. I uh, I'm gonna have to dispute this. It's okay. I don't I don't think Child's Play is actually in my Daniel decides list. Now that I'm thinking about it. No, I know it is. No, it is. <laughs> it, is. it just... Oh, I just put it in there. Oh, there, there we go. No, it's cool. And like, Daniel decides we could do something like The Purge or something. Leprechaun. Yeah, I have a list already prepared. There's a Daniel decides wow. wheel. Nathan decides we'd have only one movie on it. Uh, the Conjuring. <laughs> just because you know I don't like it. Yeah, exactly. That is correct. You're like, oh... Nathan decides again, Insidious Chapter 2. <laughs> <laughs> but there we have it. I think we're all done. Everyone cry their tears. It's over. Sad. Podcast is over. I'm shutting this whole fucking thing down. All right. Goodbye, Freddy. Goodbye, Jason. Bye, guys. So Goodbye. sad. Bye, Nathan. Bye. Bye, NC-17. Bye. Bye. Ticks.